Hi, I'm Leanne Blaney, adventure coach, speaker and award-winning author. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast, where we are having conversations about what might be holding you back and how to move forward to achieve your dream life. Come along on a journey and set yourself up by having freedom in your choices, becoming grounded and centered and learn how to speak from the heart. For more information, go to leanneblaney.com. Let's ignite your life. Raquel Vassallo is the number one best-selling author of Spiritual Seductress, The High-Powered Women's Guide to Devour the World Through Spiritual Guidance. She is the preeminent spiritual advisor to female visionaries and leaders. She is an international speaker, mystic artist and feminine leadership trendsetter. Struck by a car in 2008, Raquel's near-death experience elicited a spiritual awakening. Hi Raquel, welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Oh, you're very welcome. And I'm excited to talk to you today. But first, do you want to talk to our listeners a little bit about how you got to where you are today? Oh, yes. Um, So back in 2008, I was uh, an architect living in New York City, and I thought I had my whole life figured out. (laughs) I uh, graduated from an Ivy League school and was working for one of these star architects and, you know, well, living in New York also, uh, you know, added a little bit to that. And then one day on my way home from work um, at an intersection, a mm-hmm. woman ran a light. You know, I was a pedestrian and she came with her SUV, ran a light and uh, basically flew in the air and I should not have survived. So um, that I had a near-death experience and that actually created a major spiritual awakening for me. And when I physically recovered from the accident and tried to go back to work, my job that I loved did not make any sense to me anymore. So I was really out of sorts and trying to figure out, you know, well, what do I do now, basically? Because all these gifts opened up. Basically, I, I became clairvoyant and clairaudient and didn't know how to make sense of it. And so, you know, I started training with a spiritual teacher and decided to quit my job. Everyone thought I was absolutely crazy <laughs> when I made that decision, but it, it that previous life just did not make sense to me anymore. And I just felt this really strong pull that I actually found what my true purpose was in life, even though I thought, you know, I chose to be an architect. But I realized that there was something bigger, which is a a spiritual purpose. And it was so strong for me that I just had to follow that. Mm, mm. It's amazing sometimes that the traumatic or the something major happens in our lives and it suddenly wakes us up, doesn't it? Like we might have been okay or happy with what we were doing, but then suddenly our life just doesn't make sense anymore, does it? Yeah, major wake up. And and I've I've, I've heard this from other people as well. and, And I think it's important also to understand that if we actually listen to the whisper, something major does not have to happen. You know, I'm a, now I'm on a big mission. It's like, you know, you don't have to go through a car accident or a near-death experience to actually wake up to your purpose if you learn to listen and tap into those uh, nudges that, that we do get, actually. Yeah, definitely. It's something when I've been talking to different people, different guests on the podcast, or even as clients, that they do get that whisper. And it's having the confidence to listen to that whisper, though, isn't it? And to do something about it. Yeah, I think it's, um, if I may add, I think it's confidence and faith, because basically, you're stepping into the unknown, right? When I, when I decided to quit my job, you know, people when they normally do that, they, they, 
they have a plan B, right? They have some sort of safety net. I didn't have any of that. Um, what I did was quite courageous. I don't know, uh, you know, at the, at the time, if I think about it, I was like, how did I do that? Because I really just kind of jumped off a cliff in complete faith that I was being guided towards something. I didn't know exactly what it was, but I just needed to say yes. Yeah. And it does take a little bit of courage, doesn't it? Because uh, I find that, yes, you could stay in your comfort zone and not want to go out and, and take that step towards you know, something, but you don't know what's going to happen and you actually grow more as a person and just having that little bit of courage can actually change your life. Oh, can change your life completely. And I, you know, now over the years, because I have made other decisions that required courage, I, I discovered that in order for me to grow and to grow in my sense of fulfillment and happiness and meaning in my life, I actually have to go through a period of discomfort because if I'm comfortable, basically every state, everything will stay the same. But when I can go through that discomfort and that unknown and just holding on to the courage and the faith, and it will take me somewhere that I didn't even know existed. And that's pretty magical, I have to say. Yeah, for sure. I love that. So that sort of leads us into our theme of higher purpose, because you did mention something about finding your purpose um, when you had the, the accident and you know, near-death experience. Can you tell us more about what higher purpose is? Yeah, it's interesting because when I when I first stepped into, you know, my my spiritual path, I mean, I w was already on a spiritual path at a young age. But when I stepped into it fully saying, OK, I'm going to devote my life to this and this is how I'm going to make a living. I I found I had discovered my purpose and I was actually helping other women get out of corporate by showing them what their purpose was and how to actually set up a business around it. And then over the years, I actually discovered that there was something even bigger than purpose, which is higher purpose. Mm -hmm. And that is something that is so powerful inside of you that you will do whatever it takes to make it happen because you know the impact and the service that you will do for others matters more than anything else. So then it becomes a, a true devotion. And then it's something that that really lights you up because you actually get to use all of your gifts and it's you actually get to start to play and it's this combination where you bring all your expertise you know because I've seen a lot of women in my work where, where they bring all their expertise you know all their background whatever business they've built and you know all their skills and then they combine them with their spiritual gifts because we all come into this lifetime with spiritual gifts and so when you combine those two that's when more of your higher purpose begins to really activate and be shown to you and and you realize that you are here for a reason and only you can do what you do in the way that you do it that you are truly unique and you are needed at this time and that's why what I refer to as higher purpose. Mm, yeah, I love that. And I love how you've made the distinction between just purpose and higher purpose, because I think some people, they get a purpose in life, but they can still just take life for granted and just keep walking through life. But having that higher purpose, it can be a totally different way of looking at life. Oh, yeah, it changes everything in your life, literally. Yeah. So tell us a bit more about how it happened to you. Like, you know, we know how it happened, but what actually made you realize, well, what is your higher purpose? So more opportunities started to show up in my personal life and my business. And a lot of them made me really uncomfortable, actually. Mm 
<laughs> so one of them, and, and this was about, um, so eight years after my car accident, when I thought, okay, you know, all this is rolling. I know my purpose, my business. Now I know how to run a business. Things are going well. It's like, okay, things are good. I can kind of like relax a little bit, sit back, right? These images of, of me actually using my body as art started to show up. And I thought, what this, what is this? And what, you know, what do I do with this? And I remember my a mentor that I had at the time said, well, it's none of your business. You just need to do what you're being called to do. Like sometimes we just get this information, we get an intuitive hit. And because it can seem unrelated to our work, we, we you know, we push it aside. And so when he asked me what my problem was, I'm like, well, it's about me using my body as art. That makes me feel extremely uncomfortable, very vulnerable, and it brought up a lot of things that I actually needed to look at. I needed to look at my sexuality. I needed to look at what I thought it meant to be a woman. I needed to look at what I thought beauty was, um, how that relates to spirituality. So all these questions started to come up for me. And so I said, okay, yes, I'll do this photo. No, it was going to be a photo shoot. I said, okay, I'll do it, but I'll do it for me. I'll secretly do it for me. Nobody needs to know. Well, that photo shoot turned into a solo show at an art gallery. My business like took, basically went to the next level. Like my, my relationships actually took a turn as well. I, like so many interesting people were coming into my life that were creating a lot of interesting opportunities. And I thought, wait, hold on a second. Something is going on here. My architect brain kicked in. Like, let's put the pause button here because something knows so, when so much goodness comes into our lives, we either sabotage it or we can pause and like take a look at, well, what did I do to create this? Because we create everything that's in our lives, whether it's good or bad. And I traced it back to saying yes to that original photo shoot. And what was happening, oh, at the same time, I, I wrote my, uh, my book at that time. So it's like I was extremely creative. And so I realized that it was me saying yes to that divine assignment, that a whole body of teaching was coming to me and that I needed to take women through that journey that I went through myself. And that has become... The signature piece in my business, this retreat that I do with women, taking them on the exact same journey of um, actually discovering who they really are and stepping to, into their power in a way that they've never seen before. And these are women who have done a lot of coaching. They've been on the spiritual path. And what I consistently get from them is I've never experienced so much of my power, so much of my beauty and seeing who I am. And so if I had said no... I would have never discovered all this. And that's when I saw the big distinction between purpose versus higher purpose, because I realized nobody else was doing this kind of work. And I was truly assigned to, to teach this very particular teaching for women's empowerment and leadership. And then that's when I said, okay, I consistently, I just need to get myself out of the way. When these opportunities show up, I need to just say yes and do whatever internal work that comes up that's causing me resistance. Do you find resistance is a big thing with, like you've said, coaches and spiritual people you're working with because you think they're a little bit more enlightened than maybe the average person because they are learning about this, but there is still resistance about finding out who you really are. It's a scary thought, isn't it, to find out, well, who am I really? Oh my goodness, is it a big thing? I think that's a really good question to, I, I ask that of my clients and of myself periodically when I see myself 
coming up against a wall on something, I'll ask myself, what am I resisting? And it shows me so much about who I think I am, which is all who I've been taught to be, who my parents taught me to be, society taught me to be. And that's what I need to actually unlearn to discover who I truly am. And that can be scary, but then at, at the same time, so rewarding because you get to be you and express all of you. It is a common theme that does come up with a lot of my guests that I talk about different themes, but it comes down to how society has brought us up or how our family has brought us up, isn't it? And we do resist knowing who we truly are because we we feel that we have to act a certain way, be a certain way, do certain things, be on the path that people think is the appropriate path. And then we forget who we are. And then when you start opening up and thinking, wow, who am I really? What do I really love doing or what do I want to do? It's an amazing journey, isn't it? Oh, it's so incredible. And, and you typically see that I've seen it a lot with clients if they go through a divorce or a separation because they kind of got in, enmeshed with the other person or when they leave corporate or, you know, because they kind of lose their identity to be to, to fit in right? To fit into the relationship, to fit into the job, or, you know, to fit into the specific family. And I call it upgrading to a spiritual operating system, because the old way is exactly what you were saying, who we think we should be according to what we think other people are thinking about us. But upgrading to a spiritual operating system that's about desire and inspiration. And all of a sudden, you get to ask the questions that you were saying, well, well, what do I really love to do? Well, let me find out. And that can be a whole journey that can take even a few years to really discover all the things that that you love to do, that you're really good at, and not only that you're good at, but that actually bring you an income and that help other people. I found working with my clients are usually like 40 plus and, with, and they're the ones just like me. I went through the thing, isn't there more to life? Why am I doing this? You know, my child's grown up and left home and I'm thinking, well, what am I really about? Am I just going to keep going with this government job? So a lot of my clients are in this sort of group as well. And it's amazing when you start thinking, well, if I give myself a little bit of time and then start that self-discovery, like, as you said, it's not an overnight thing. It does take a while. And I think I'm still learning. I think we all still keep learning, don't we? But it just opens up thinking, wow, I can actually be myself. The energy shift is it's just truly amazing how it changes to what you put out there into the world as well. Yeah, I completely agree. And that's what they typically call a midlife crisis. Mm. <laughs> and it's interesting because <laughs> I, I'm starting to see that for some people it's happening at even even a younger age mm. now. But, but that is the, que the question. Isn't there more to life? And there is. And I, I truly believe, and that's why I'm so passionate about this work, that there's nothing more fulfilling or that can give you more joy than discovering who you truly are and living life on your own terms. And you get to decide what that is and what that looks like. And that is so freeing. Oh, it certainly is. And you mentioned you did the retreats for uh, these women to start helping their self-discovery journey. What sort of things do, do you look at doing with them? To Because I know I get I come up with some resistance from People go, oh, no, I don't want to do that. That's a bit too woo-woo for me. Or, you know, you get that sort of resistance. But then when I start thinking, well, it's not woo-woo, it's actually looking inside. What sort of things do you help them do? Like, do you have techniques or tools to do that? 
Yeah, uh, well, the very first place to start is seeing who they're not, right? So there's actually a way to access that part of us that, especially as women, I found that we repress a lot of our emotions, we repress our anger, there's a lot of resentment that we that we hide because we've been told that we're too emotional, mm. right? Um, and it's actually digging in there where if you can actually bring out the anger, the resentment, even rage, and not just, I mean, I have them write it down, but I also have them physically move it through their body because it can be so stuffed down, like really into our cells that you have to physically move the body for it to come to the surface so that you can actually have a conscious awareness of what it is that you have been repressing for so long. And it could be something about your partner. It could be something about you. It could be something about your parents that you didn't even know was there. And you really need to see that because if it it doesn't come to the surface, it's still there. Just because you're not aware of it doesn't mean that it's not there. So that's a a very important starting point to release all that because once you get rid of all that, then there's space for something new to come in and for you to uncover the really who you came here to be. I feel like I'm really resonate with that because I know for 30 years I stuffed the anger down and I was angry all the time. And it wasn't until you stopped and took a look at it and thinking, well, why am I angry? And, and start, you know, breaking that down that I could actually go, oh, I can see my future. But before that, it was always about the past. It was always anger about what's happening now and not seeing a future. So I love how you're doing that. Mm, yeah, that's a really good point what you're bringing up because when we are stuck in the past, we cannot connect to desire that I was talking about and inspiration because all of our consciousness and our energy is in the past. That's why we need to address that and release it so that you can actually have space and not just space, but excitement mm-hmm. about, about the future. Because what tends to happen, and this is another important piece that, and to answer your question, is that we've also not allowed ourselves to have what we truly want either because we have that programming because our parents told us that or again we're in a relationship where we hear that because we we actually attracted that or the self-judgment that we create it's like oh no that's that's too much so I I see a common theme uh, with women where we can only receive a certain amount and this is different for each woman kind of like you know how much temperature you can hold you know with how much heat for example if you're in a sauna this is the same thing how much you can actually receive into your life also has a cap. We create that cap. And so it's really important to allow ourselves to go bigger. And that's where the discomfort comes in. The go bigger of even if you don't know how that will come into your life, that you can actually bring it into your life. So I'll I'll give an example. You know, after my car accident, I moved to Spain for a few years because that's where my parents were. And then I came back to New York. And, you know, I started working with this mentor that was teaching me about possibilities and teaching me about universal law. And I was just in awe. It's like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe I I haven't known about this. Like, I get to create anything that I want in my life. And then I I did a trip to California for my birthday. And I thought, well, I would love to live by the ocean. Why am I living in New York City? I, I I hate the cold. And immediately I noticed that 
I had this vision on my vision board for years about living by the water, but I never truly believed I could make it happen. And that was a huge aha moment for me because there's a lot of vision boarding going out there and it's really easy to get stuck and it's, it's there on the vision board, but I didn't feel like I could, that I deserve that in a way or how I would be able to pay for that. And that's when I, I decided to, and start doing this bigger expansion work of, no, I'm going to make this happen. I don't know how, but I'm making this decision. So that's how I also learned how to start to open up my container to be able to receive and to be able to command those desires that were coming to me for a reason. So I stopped being a dreamer and started designing my life. Oh, I love that. Yeah, designing your life. That's amazing. And I suppose the last question I really want to ask is when you're working with these women and showing them, you know, how, what their higher purpose is or getting on that, that pathway to knowing what their higher purpose is, what, what sort of changes come into their life? Oh, it, it's really interesting because in, it actually shows up everywhere. <laughs> and it's fascinating for me because the, the way my work has evolved, I, I work with very powerful, extremely successful women that have built these businesses but they've also built a persona that's linked to that business and they in a way also feel trapped by what they have created but when we start doing the work and they actually give themselves permission to talk about all the things that secretly they do not like in their life because but they have to keep it together on the outside but they have the safe space to actually talk about it start to change it and then start to envision where they really want to go. Not only does it show up as them finding their higher purpose and creating a new business or a new stream of income in their business, it changes their relationships. I've seen women, I mean, everything. I've seen them lose weight. I've seen them change physically, like look 10 to 15 years younger. I've had women in their 60s that are telling me that they're starting to have the best sex of their life. It shows up everywhere because when you step into your power, you claim everything about you. You claim your sexiness, you claim your purpose, you claim your abundance, you claim your joy. You, you really get to live how you were meant to live instead of with the heaviness and, and, and the, you know, the box that, that we typically put around ourselves. So it's, it's, um, truly an honor for me to be a witness of this transformation and see not only how they change, but how it has a ripple effect. You know, like in the way these particular women I work with, it transforms their company and their employees. Everyone is happier because as she's stepping into a different kind of power, the employees, she's giving them permission to do that as well, to be more of who they are and bring all of their gifts. So it's, it's really quite beautiful. And like I said, a, a true honor for me to be witnessing the, that kind of change. Yeah, that's truly beautiful. I love that. Well, Raquel, it's been so wonderful talking to you. I love talking about higher purpose. And mm-hmm. I think maybe we'll have to talk about this again one day because it's just absolutely fabulous. But uh, if our listeners want to find out a bit more about you or contact you, where's the best place for them to go to? Oh, the best place is actually my private Facebook group because I 
we get to interact. I actually get to meet people that way, which is what I love. Otherwise, it's very impersonal. And I, I actually teach there live every week. So it's a great place to connect and to connect to other women who are on a spiritual path, who are looking for more and looking for answers. So anyone who wants to join us, you can just go to thesacredpowercircle.com. Drop me a line. Tell me that you heard me on this show today so that, you know, I'd, I'd love to get to meet you and um, and uh, just all of us together as women rise in our leadership. I love it. Well, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Igniters, I love how Raquel talks about living life on your own terms and finding that higher purpose to live by. If you want to find out more about Raquel, go to her Facebook group, thesacredpowercircle.com. For more about getting balance into your life and discovering who you really are, go to my website, leanneblaney.com.